0: Hey guys, and welcome back for another episode of the Social Hour podcast, a podcast for sewists by sewists. I'm your host, Ashley.
1: And I'm your host, Bethany. And on today's episode, we're going to do something a little fun, Mm -hmm. something a little different, and we're going to share what we consider the ins and outs, what's in and what's out for 2024, kind of more of a sewing edition. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you've seen this trend go around um, social media, but it's where people say like, this is what I'm leaving behind in 2023. We're not doing this Mm -hmm. anymore. And this is what we're doing in the new year. Like, this is what we're going to prioritize. Like, just kind of like, I guess, setting intentions or affirmations of leaving things that no longer serve us. But some of them are really silly. Some of the Mm -hmm. ones that I've seen, like I was listening to another podcast yesterday and they um we're doing the, the guy was like what's out for me is calling your dogs your fur babies <laughs> and I was like a little offended because <laughs> that's my fur baby but I get it that that that's silly some of them are silly things like that like can we just like leave that behind can we move on to something else like I get it so we're kind of mm-hmm. taking a lighthearted approach to this but at the same time like some of these I feel like are like legit <laughs> Oh for sure of uh, yes. things that we are consciously like either choosing to leave behind and not focus on anymore and then in turn what are we trying to focus on instead um, mm-hmm. so yeah okay. I mean have you seen any of these kind of like trends?
0: I don't think so. that's really? why when you brought it to me I was like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> understand our algorithms Indeed.
1: must be different right now because i'm telling yeah. you i've seen and either way like I, it's just they're fun they're silly like mm-hmm. you know um they one of the other ones i said is like uh what's out is nine month cruises have you heard about the nine month cruise
0: yes of course i saw that
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like the cruise just started it's already out <laughs>
0: well they've <laughs> heard a lot of controversy surrounding it
1: so brainwreck wreck of a cruise and if you haven't yeah. if you haven't heard about the nine-month cruise it's literally a cruise that people signed up to be on that is a nine-month cruise around the world you're uh-huh. on a cruise ship for nine months and you stop in like i don't know so many different countries and um it sounds like a, a wonderful trip if you sure. can afford it to be able to s- spend nine months away. Um, and, but it has kind of flopped as they were comparing it to the fire festival. Oh, remember the fire festival?
0: Oh, no. It, they also said that it's like, I think it was between 40 and $60,000 a person.
1: It was like $60,000 a person for like the cheapest ticket with like a room. Ecstatic, with, I feel like with one of those. Rooms without even a window. Oh wow,
0: not even a porthole. No, or that was an hole.
1: interior room. Ew,
0: I, oh, now
1: granted sixty thousand for one person, and that's all your meals and your activities and in your entertainment. And I think it even included like excursions at some of the places too. Um, but you know, I it's think it could much. be up to like a hundred and eighty something thousand or something for like
0: an actual oh, yeah. suite. Yeah, yeah. per
1: person like it wasn't selling well and then they started changing things and basically what's happened is they've they've like divided people on the ship of those who per- who originally purchased a 9-month cruise and those who didn't. Yeah. And got a discount and it's like Oh well, you're not as good. Like it's gotten bad. So if you are, if you're wanting that tea, that's not what you came here for today. So we're not <laughs> going to dive into it. But if you want to watch this,
0: just <laughs> type it in on TikTok.
1: <laughs> yeah, nine month cruise. Search it yeah. on TikTok. I mean, I'm telling you, it's it's wild, and um, it feels like we're watching a reality show over there. It's, it's probably
0: kind of like the Titanic, where they had like the classes, right? And that's how it yeah. feels. It's like we're going back to classes.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they have like top tier and they're like, oh, we have private meetings to decide what yeah. you can and can't do for the people who do. I mean, like, it's wild. And yeah. then there's people that were like allowed to go on this, like, for free as influencers to talk about how great it is. So they're talking about how great oh this craze is. But everybody else is like, Mm-mm, no, it's awful. <laughs> really mm. and um so yeah it's entertaining it's been entertaining but i just i don't know i just think that that's wild that someone mm-hmm. would sign up for a nine-month credit in theory it sounds really cool but it did it's it's like that you remember the fire festival it's the one where they were going to have this huge festival in this island in like the bahamas or the caribbean and they didn't ha- they the guy ended up going. Jacob, to
0: jail. No, it's not Jacob Blood. The guy, guy ended
1: up going to jail, and there were some big yeah. names that had signed, like kind of like p- attached their name to this big event. They get down there, and it's like FEMA mm-hmm. tents that mm-hmm. they're staying in. It's not Didn't what he? they pay Try for. It's not what they advertise. Yeah. Did that work? No. Oh. <laughs> I it's it, so it's like it's really. I'm not saying that the accommodations are bad like that, but like it's it's a Really bad situation. Mm -hmm. It's it's not. It's just a. It's another one of those. We're going to see a documentary about it for sure when this (laughs) is all over. For sure. Anyway, (laughs) so we're going to be talking about some ins and outs, but we're doing more of like a sewing social media kind of uh, edition of this. Like, yes, that's kind of my my thought.
0: And feel free to share your ins and outs. What are you bringing? What are you taking out in the comments or you know wherever. Yeah, we're here for it. Yeah, so we want to hear it all. Please,
1: please, I'll start with one of my outs. Let's start with one of my outs, um, and I, in no particular order, I'm just gonna read one off. This is gonna uh, be very
0: telling and and probably uh-huh. a too transparent. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell people this stuff.
1: I mean, when, when I'm not holding back <laughs> this year. That's one of my ends.
0: Yeah. Uh. Okay.
1: So we'll start with one of my outs: tolerating haters, people pleasing, and caring what other people think. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm I done. think part. I think part of this, though, for me, is my age. Yeah. I this year I turned forty. We turned forty this year, and some of us sooner than others. I'm just kidding, Ashley. You know I love you. When you turn forty, I basically turn forty-two. We'll just do it together. Um, but. I just, I feel like I'm at this point in my life where I just don't care. I just, I yeah. just don't have any F's let, left to give. No, I don't know how else I to know. say that. I I, uh... I I think my last, like, a couple podcasts ago, when we talked about like our dynamic and people complaining and leaving some nasty comments and reviews saying that it's not a lot, but it's, an, they're loud enough, unfortunately, to upset me. But I'm leaving that behind. We've moved on. We've addressed it. Mm-hmm. But we delete it and we move on. And I think that's kind of that mentality. And in, and in turn, I have received DMs. We've received comments on our YouTube channel. We've received private messages um, saying that they actually don't feel that way at all. Um, that, that we they love our dynamic duo. That it's very obvious I'm more of the extrovert and you're more of the introvert. And in that it works for us. And they don't have any issues or else they wouldn't be listening. And yeah. so I just I appreciate that validation because it definitely helps heal a, heal a, a little bit of a wound from some of these other comments, and it's 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 very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. So we're just not doing it this year. I'm not I'm not trying to please everybody because it's impossible. I think I'm we not come giving... from a
0: people pleasing generation. We do, like the early millennials. Um, yes. We had to please our parents. Our parents are uh-huh. boomers, and Still trying it was to always them. like <laughs> vying for their attention and doing things for them to. So it's just yeah. ingrained in us to be this way.
1: It's also and ingrained it's, in us as our our age, our millennial age, to say we're sorry for everything, even things that we shouldn't be sorry for. Like it's a habitual apologizing for everything. Like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry for what yeah. you didn't do anything. That's the entire
0: Canadian population. That's our yeah. thing is that we always say sorry <laughs> oh
1: for everything.
0: We're all traumatized.
1: And <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it's a Southern thing too. I don't know. It probably I, is. It's that people pleasing. Thing. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm always mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And they're like, it's,
0: it's fine. You can't you don't need possibly. to apologize. You can't possibly, like, make somebody feel bad or, you know, like, it's your fault that you made them feel this way. And it's like, well, maybe their reaction is the problem and not my delivery.
1: So when I was doing the videos for my crochet blanket tutorial with the crochet border around the fleece, I was this is my first time ever doing a tutorial on crocheting. Cause I have only been crocheting for like six months. Yeah. And so I finally felt comfortable enough to like do one, you know, and, um, and I recorded it and the way you have to record crochet tutorials is different than like traditional sewing stuff. It's very, so I was just trying my best and I just kind of dove in, not really knowing if I got enough good content to make a tutorial. <laughs> And I started putting my video together, like part three or whatever, where I'm showing like the crochet stitching and everything. And it, I, at the beginning of the video, when I was doing my voiceover for it, I actually cons- almost said, oh, for, forgive me in advance for the fact that this is my first time doing a no. crochet video. It's, no. like, it's not that great. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what am I doing? Apologizing for something. Who cares if it's not that great? At least I'm doing it. This is what I got you, somewhere.
0: This is what you find though for all influencers. And even like my Bianca, she made a little video and her immediate was like, sorry about my hair, or sorry about this thing that's behind me, or sorry, sorry about, the about mess. this. Like, yeah. Oh my god, why are you saying sorry? It's your hair. Who cares? You want to look like that? You you can look like that. But it's it's just like if, oh I'm sorry, I just woke up. But it's like, so everybody wakes up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what well, and if you're apologizing for the mess in the background at the beginning of your video, you're just drawing attention to it. Yes. And I feel it like it's just have you noticed. Tr- Yeah, and honestly, it, it it draws attention to it. It's not making you seem relatable at all to anybody else. It's more annoying than anything. And I wish that like you would just clean it up and then start over. Yeah. If it bothers you so much that you have yeah, to call it just, out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Right. If it
1: <laughs> no matter what it is, your, your hair, your look, it, if you're going to call it out, I'd rather you just stop recording, go fix yourself and come back <laughs> and just not call it out or or just hit record and not call it out because I don't care. It's the mm-hmm. calling it out that is annoying. Maybe that's another out.
0: But when Anyways, I hear Bianca say that, I'm like, don't say that.
1: It's it's so bad. I'll so say bad. Start, o- start
0: over. Yeah. Let's do this again.
1: Yeah. So let me tell you one of my ends that kind of goes along with this so we can kind of like mm-hmm. in and out here. So one of my ends for 2024 is sending random, positive and supportive DMs to your favorite people who inspire you, or you just love their content or what they're creating, or you've enjoyed watching their journey. And you're just spreading love. This could be someone that you've never messaged before.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: It could be someone that you talk to all the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, I did this with Ashley almost two what, what year, You're it'll be two, it'll be two years this year that I just sent you a random DM
0: mm-hmm.
1: just to say, Oh my gosh, I love this pattern that you did. I have not made it, but I just, how was... many
0: friends you would have if you just kept yes. doing it. <laughs> yes. Every yes. time you did it, you made a friend. Right. Like hundreds. Or,
1: but but the flip side of that is you can't go in there with the expectation, expectation that they're going to respond, that they're sure. going to see it, that they're going to, re- you know, like your comment. It's not about anything other than just spreading love. Okay. Yeah. You, you expect nothing in return. Okay. Um, did I get a bestie out of the situation when I did it? Yes. But do I always? No. Sometimes I get left on red, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's not about getting anything in return. If you're doing it for that reasons, you're not doing it for the right reasons. And sometimes so, people
0: can't receive compliments, so they yes. feel it and they take it. But it's just them who's like, they can't really.
1: Or like, I'm kind of
0: like that, where you can, yeah. you know you can compliment me and I'm just like, I downplay it in my own mind so that I don't receive the compliment as I should. Yeah.
1: yeah. but, but I'm, I'm And I'm not inviting people to send us dams and tell us how wonderful we are. I am. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying like,
0: make me feel better about myself.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Ashley, that's an out. Anyways. No, I just, I feel like social media we've lost the sense of community in it Mm -hmm. and making it personal. I really want it to be personal this year. Um, So this is for me too. This is a, this is why I'm calling it an end for myself specifically is I, it's not just the DMS. It's like, I see your content. It takes me two seconds to like it. It takes me three seconds to leave a sweet comment or supportive comment or cheering you on. It takes me four seconds to share it to my stories because I want my other followers to see it too. It's like it costs me nothing but a few seconds of my time and I mm-hmm. don't know why I don't value that effort more oh, to support wow. people that I follow. Mm-hmm. Not just my the people that I'm close to. It's like anytime I see something that I'm like, oh my gosh, that is amazing.
0: She's on my story. I need a
1: Ashley's called me out, man. I'm a, I'm, and I'm. That's why I'm, I'm saying a, this a, is, I'm a habitual harder every time, hard. every single thing. Heart, <laughs> If I did, even if I don't really like it, I, I think the it. flip side is I don't consciously notice, so I don't make it a, a conscious effort for me to do the same. Now I'm making a conscious effort to be more aware. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yes, because it does. It helps you our algorithms and stuff, and
1: but it's just. Just saying, like, I, I mean, there's people that follow me that I follow, and I watch them learn.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Candice got a new uh, heavy duty machine the other day. It's one of my favorite singer heavy duties that we have. She got it. She was so excited. She got it for Christmas. She f- I finally came in, and she got it out of the box and started playing with it. In her story, she's just like this aha moment after moment after moment of just exploring all these Aww. new features on a machine that she's never had before. And she's like, oh my gosh, you could do this. Oh my God. And I just messaged her and I was like, watching your stories today has been like the highlight reel of my day because I work with this machine all the time. Mm -hmm. But to see someone get so excited about it for the first time, see all the great things about it that I love and be exposed to all these decorative stitches or the scissor snip button or these little things that that just, I get so kind of numb to because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have them on a lot of machines Been there, done that. <laughs> but when it's your first time having a computerized machines that has all these features, it's like a kid in a candy store. And it just mm-hmm. reminded me how special it is, the of what I do, and then to get to see someone get to experience it, that those kind of things for the first time was just a special treat. And I'm so happy for her. But again, I consciously sent her a message I was like, I am so proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm here to support you you know, whatever I could do, but it just, it was just really sweet to see her so excited in her stories. get mm-hmm. like, so excited about sewing, you know? It's an exciting is, thing. I know. I know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. What's an out for you, Ashley?
0: Uh, making excuses not to do content, because yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, there's two hours left until the kids get home. And it's like, two hours is a long time. Okay, how many videos you can make? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a long time stop yeah. making excuses and just do it please thank you i i I can agree with that short and sweet but stop what's an end so for you um in is concentrating on health and creating my homestead and putting more effort into that because yeah. um i get into it like it's always like the new year i'm gonna get into it and i get mm-hmm. all you know riled up and stuff and i start growing and everything and then july count rolls around and then it, it just gets hot. summer
1: break everything and i'm is just different. like yeah. yeah
0: and i need to just stay with it because i watch these people with these beautiful gardens and um just how they can go out and just pull this and that for dinner mm-hmm. and stuff and i'm just like why can't i just follow through yeah so i
1: can, I can see that like i i get so excited about the garden brock mm-hmm. and i will plant it halfway through the summer we're like so over that garden Right. Like why? We just <laughs> worked so it, hard and spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, yeah. And then we just kind of freaking ditch it. <laughs> All right. So we're not quitting on things halfway through. Yeah. That's an out. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I have, I have another one, Mm-mm. another out. This might be <laughs> a little triggering for some people, but this happened to me the other day. Assuming that everyone who makes crafts wants to sell their crafts. hmm Every time, oh. every everyone time. Everyone has I a posted, price. Um, okay, so let me tell you an exchange I had via Facebook Messenger. So I posted a video of the, um, or a photo of my crochet blanket. Okay? And someone messaged me <laughs> and she's like, how much? And I was like,
0: um not for sale
1: I said, but it didn't she commented i think on a store so i didn't see what she was talking about and i was like what and she's like um i said it's not for she said the blanket said it's not for sale and she said can i get something similar as if like i don't want to sell that one but can you make me a different one and i was kindly responded with i don't sell what i make
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like if you follow me you probably should know that in front of your face and say you want it i mean it's a tutorial (laughs) for a reason if i was selling it would i be teaching you Hmm. yeah exactly and then she said i really like it i will pay for it Mm. i'm like she's not giving up like usually people are like like i get dms all the time like oh my gosh i love that coat will you make one for me (laughs) and i'm like And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't sew for other people. I just sew for me because that takes the fun out of it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she said, "Um, I really like it, I will pay for it. My response was $1 million. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how else to get through this lady. I don't know this person. And then I said, ha ha, I just craft for myself and inspire others to learn too. I don't take orders. I just craft for fun. (laughs) Feel free to learn in my tutorials on how to do it yourself. No, I think I ticked her off. But I mean, seriously, it's if it's the other thing is like, if I, um, I got this a lot when I made that crossbody bag that I carry all the time now, um, Mm -hmm. Anytime I'm out, someone's like, oh my gosh, I love your crossbody. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And they're like, where'd you get it? And I'm like, I made it. You know, I'm not going to say I didn't make it. And they're like, oh my God, you should sell those. You would make so much money.
0: You know, hey. I've been hearing that for my entire like life.
1: Look, I know I did the dog <laughs> bandanas, but there's a reason I stopped. And there, it was triangles over and over and over again. Thousands and thousands and thousands of triangles over and over and over again. I don't want to mass produce anything. Mm -hmm. I want to make something once, maybe twice, and be done with it and move on. That's my position. And I want to teach people how to make things for themselves or learn the skills to do so or whatever. But Mm -hmm. every time I say I made it, oh, my gosh, you should open a fashion boutique. (laughs) You should become a designer and make all your own, you know, have a fashion line and be, you know, do runways. I'm like, that is not what I want to, you know, I appreciate the compliment in there. Yeah. But the assumption that I want to make a business out of my hobby mm-hmm. is getting old. Or the assumption that I want to go spend my entire weekend at a craft fair. Yeah. With things that I have spent countless hours making to the middle of the night for you to come up and say, I could have made this myself. Ooh. Sorry. You could have, but you I don't didn't. want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. we're done with it we're leaving that in 2023
0: they don't look at the whole like what it takes to do that kind of business it's so much effort
1: i would rather someone just say that is so nice i'm really impressed that you did that i wish Mm -hmm. i had those skills something like that would be fine but it'd be like oh my god you should sell those you'd make so much money Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah but you also have to market your product you can't just I, I made them so where's the money it's like no you have to like actually market it to people and like tell people about it and that's oh, it's just, so much
1: or I could just make it and enjoy it
0: yeah that's why it. like in the <laughs> beginning I thought that I was going to sell things and that's why I just have this like thirst for knowledge and to learn new things and so that's why I started a YouTube channel it's just because I like to yeah. make different things and so for me I was like to get paid for it would be just to make the tutorials. I only have to make it once, you
1: know? I just digital, I have no... Yeah, digital sales is so different. Like yeah. selling a pattern is so different than mass producing a physical item and then having to market and promote it and sell it and create yeah. a following and it, it vendor <laughs> fairs. And it, it's so much money. It's the so... Digital,
0: the dig, the digital is the way to go. Like, it is. Seriously. Yes. I made like $7,500 last year on my digital patterns. Which I didn't even try though. It's just, that was just me putting them on Etsy. You know what I mean? So That's awesome. That's like three weekends at a, at a craft show that I never had to do.
1: I know. I know. Right. And and I'm not saying anything against doing craft shows and stuff. If that's still serving you do it.
0: Yeah. I can't with kids though. It's hard. You can't just be like, bye guys. I mean, (laughs) I
1: did it. I did it. You figure it out. If it's really important to you, you figure it out. And I made a ton of money doing yeah. them. I also wasted a lot of time. Um, and I just have my, I've just in a different position now in my life where I don't, I don't want to do that. But for me, the out is people assuming that I want to sell my craft.
0: Hmm. For sure. I feel like
1: everybody just assumes that because you sew or you craft or you do woodworking or whatever, that you're taking orders. Yeah. And you want to make that same thing over and over and over again. Sorry, guys. PSA, not the case. Just let us, just let us craft in peace. I know. <laughs> um, but, in uh, an in for me, um, is building community. I know I started that last year, but I'm I'm really focusing on that this year, and I'm tr- challenging our listeners to do the same this year. Um, so, building community, attending a local sewing class, or joining a sewing club, or starting your own sewing club in your community if there isn't one like I did, just, Mm -hmm. just that's what's in this year. We have been living at home. The pandemic is over. We need to get out of the house. We need to build an in-person community. We have our online community and that's great. And we're going to send those positive messages to each other and support each other digitally online still, but we're going to take it to the next level. And we're going to start finding that community and building that rapport in person. Mm-hmm. i really even if it's just attending one sewing class at a local sewing place near you or going to an expo and spending the day and taking a friend or you know starting a community like a club in your area just whatever for sure i'm just saying it's just it's time for us to get out of the house <laughs> stop making excuses
0: but yeah. on real even clothes.
1: go to the and f- go.
0: fabric store and just talk yeah. to people. Yeah. You know, Open up conversations yeah. so you can talk to other sewists. Exactly. Like, I I uh I do that at my fabric clan. Mm-hmm. One of the girls uh follows me and she even like refers people to my channel in the store.
1: <laughs> no. I'm like that's so sweet. <laughs> I love like, that. I'm looking for some sewing projects, you know
0: any? And she's like actually There's a local girl who has a sewing channel.
1: It's funny you say that because every time I have, I have two hobby lobbies and I have one that I tend to go to more than others. uh, The other one, but they know me. They know me. I I usually go with biscuit. She comes with me. um, And I've been going there for years because I would get a lot of my fabric for my bandana business. And so they would see her wear the bandanas that I make with the fabric that they cut for me. Mm. Um, But now they see me making clothes or making a singer tutorial and I'm picking up some fabric. And so when I come back next time for more stuff, they're like, hey, did you finish that coat? What do you... Because they always ask me what I'm making. Oh, no, nice. And so I'll be like, yeah. And I show them the pictures. I show them the video or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just... It's for them. It's really cool for them to see the fabric go from a cut off a bolt to an actual mm-hmm. project and a finished <laughs> thing because normally well, they, they never see the see end. That. Yeah. Yeah. So we've built a good rapport that way. So even just befriending your local, you know, fabric store employee, um, I highly encourage you to, because a lot of them are sewists themselves and it's fun to yeah. get to know what they do. So
0: yeah, most of them like to gravitate to that section of the store.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reason they work in that area. for Yeah, me. exactly. What is an out for you, Ashley? What are we leaving behind?
0: Um, making stuff for other people and actually making stuff for myself.
1: So you're you're gonna focus more on doing makes for you and not mm-hmm. just making stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I usually think this is I find more joy you. in
0: making for other people. I know, but, but I, it's because I <laughs> feel like I don't. I'm undeserving. Like I don't know what it is. Some childhood well,
1: crap. <laughs> You know, I feel like you
0: need to please again.
1: I know it makes you feel good to make for other people, but you're going to grow and challenge yourself more by making yourself stuff. Oh, for sure. Because it's going to help you with your pattern making when you're learning Mm -hmm. how to make for your specific self.
0: Yeah. I just got the new, a new book. That's all about had to fit yourself and had to like you know all the all the parts of your body and adjustments mm-hmm. and stuff so that you can fit your body like to a cheek kind of thing so because mm-hmm. like when i stick to making for the kids and stuff you know it's easy they're pencil straight it's like
1: well and you also kind <laughs> of like make them a size bigger because you know they're going to grow into them
0: yeah exactly
1: so like a kid's body is still changing whereas ours is kind of like well this is the size we are Mm -hmm. You know, like our, our shoulders aren't going to get any broader, you know, those kind of things. And so it's like, well, we, we, we need it to fit properly, you know, if it's going to look right. So, yeah,
0: and that's like uh, tailoring. Right. And that's really the way that I want to go is to be able to, you know, have actual skills. Yes.
1: Okay. So what, so that would be your in
0: Mm
1: -hmm. is like, well, my, my L
0: is for making for other people. Yeah. Yeah. And my in is do not leave a project unfinished. Oh my gosh, which I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> but I made the bottoms of the bathing suit. I just need to make the. Top.
1: Well, that was a recent project. It I is. have projects,
0: and I have full over a
1: year ago, sitting yeah. there, cut out and even started and not finished. So no,
0: you um, know, I just threw I threw them out. I'm like, if it, if I don't touch it in a year, I literally just throw it out because I'm like, I I'm need not to putting this burden on me anymore. I'm done.
1: I need to, because I was looking at one the other day and I was like, I don't even think I should finish that because that was when I was like 40 pounds heavier. It's not even going to fit me exactly. even if I do finish it. So I might as well just toss it.
0: I mean, unless you have the pattern and you can size down and cut it out of those same pieces. Nope. Okay. I've then already
1: that. done the bodice. Like. And it's out. It's out. And it was like darts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye. Yep. That's a waste. I well, know. so for me, one of my outs is, um, only sewing and wearing loungewear every day. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I took it the other way around. I was like, yes. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Definitely not going to wear loungewear every day. <laughs> We're going to well, get dressed. This
1: is, I now have to go to the office three days a week. Right. And I'm starting to realize that I don't really have a lot of like office attire. And I want to, mm-hmm. I've focused the last three years. Like I said That's, before, the pandemic's over. We got to get, we're breaking the trend. I know. I know loungewear is comfortable and you can put that on when you come home,
0: but. You were only buying knits for oh, like years, right? Like every time I was like is French Terry, everything.
1: I can make pajamas with my eyes closed right now. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like ridiculous. The amount of pajamas mm-hmm. i I could go weeks without washing laundry and still have plenty of pajamas to wear but I would have nothing else to wear yeah, like exactly. no tops no pants no skirts nothing else um so i'm I'm really trying to focus on making clothes that I can wear to work or out in public um, but I'm also even when I'm not leaving the house that day and I'm just working from home I still am choosing to put on an outfit yeah. And not just a fresh pair of pajamas or loungewear well, or it whatever. It
0: changes when you're, even when you're like in the house doing stuff. Like yeah. to get dressed and ready is to work in yeah. your house. So if that's you know doing podcast stuff or that's doing just your job because you work from home, yeah. you just feel more productive because you just yeah. you got
1: ready I'm, for the day. I got ready for the day, right? Yeah. And so I'm I'm definitely so my out. Is like that doesn't mean I'm not gonna make some loungewear stuff, y'all. So don't come for me when you see it.
0: Oh, um, yeah, there's always the evening, the recliner well, and, nights.
1: Yeah, there's yeah, there's a time and a place for it, but I just I am consciously choosing to not only make that because I felt like for a long time that's all I was making. Um mm-hmm. and in turn I just want to challenge myself more by mm-hmm. doing more workwear, like tailored clothes, oh. to dress to impress
0: y'all. I just bought some suiting, it's on its way. I'm very excited. Ooh. i already have some suiting, but i bought some black because it's you know figured a black blazer at some point might be in my future i like that mm what's an
1: out for you what's another out
0: um believing everyone else is better than i am
1: as a sewist (laughs) yeah just everything or just in general in life Yep. I it's it's kind of like that like imposter syndrome, right? Like where you are comparing yourself to others and everything. Like,
0: well, that's my number hard. four.
1: Well, so that's sorry, my three and four. Okay, we'll talk about both. They, they kind of go together. Like you, you're comparing yourself. You're. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do with social media. It's so easy to do when you're creating content. You're like that video. I know is so and- much better than my video.
0: I've been doing this for so long yet I still do it. And I think it's just, it's all in how I was raised. You know, I just, yeah, it's hard to change back that, to that habitual mindset. Crap. It is. yeah, you know.
1: It is. So what's an end for you instead?
0: Um, it is going to be the concentrating on learning sewing techniques to refine my sewing skills. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to be, seam I want to be a seamstress. I like being a sewist, but I want to be a seamstress. Mm. there's attention to details I want, yeah well I, it's like i want to be able to like bianca wants me to make her a prom dress i want to be like yes i know how to work with satins and silks and all you know what i mean i want to be able to mm-hmm. and we, when i made that enchanted skirt that you yeah. released from copper creek patterns like i i i'm telling you i didn't think i could make a skirt like that in my entire life because really that fabric would have been like i would have ran from that fabric <laughs> Not the mesh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So the I was,
1: mesh, not satin, not yeah, yeah. It was a
0: simple garment, but it was yeah. so fulfilling because I was like, "Wow, I did that! I, you know, mastered the rolled over hem and stuff." Like, just
1: yeah, was awesome. That Loved makes it. me happy because I, I was doubting if this was even a pattern worth releasing because it's just a simple circle skirt. But then I was like, "No." There are a lot of people who would never make something like this, not because it's a simple skirt, but because of the fabric choice. And I want to use this as an opportunity to teach someone and encourage someone to try something new. The Mm -hmm. new thing doesn't have to be a complicated sewing technique. It could just be a simple circle skirt, but the new thing could be using a specific type of material. So exactly.
0: If it was any more complicated with that fabric, then we would have I would have been more afraid. But because it was a simple project with scary material, it it helped bridge it. Yeah.
1: And I felt like I gave some really good tips and techniques to Mm help people be successful in making and working with that material mm-hmm. um, and still have a beautiful skirt as an outcome that they feel very confident and comfortable in wearing and makes them feel beautiful. So I I love working with that kind of material, but have I always? No. Mm-hmm. And I think after making that like floor length ball gown with a satin, I was and doing darts and everything with it. I was like, why are, why am I not sewing with this stuff more? It's really not hard Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do something together. So I'm glad that you made it. And I'm glad that you learned from that. Mm -hmm. I want to make another one for the spring. That's yeah. Leave that link for your pattern
0: in the description box for people, because that will be a beautiful, like Easter (sighs) skirt, like just it, yeah, it's going to, and you can really like, depending on the fabrics you use, it could just be like a nice summer skirt that you wear like to a wedding or, you know what I oh. mean? It's just beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: I mm-hmm. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say my next out is, um, this is my PSA. I'm about to get on a soapbox. Y'all ready? Uh-oh. Not cleaning your sewing machine and then blaming it for when it doesn't work. That is out, y'all. I am so tired <laughs> of seeing people post about how their machine's not working. And I'm like watching these videos and I'm just like, I could, it's like a cry for help. This machine is screaming for air. It can't breathe. It's suffocating. Y'all mm-hmm. clean your machines. I know I preach it, but seriously, yeah, I I clean my machines so often. And change
0: your needles, too, because that's another reason why your machine doesn't work. It's a huge reason.
1: So no more blaming your machine. Your machine isn't the problem. It's It's the user. It's you. Yeah, it's it's, you. It's it's you.
0: Changing your (laughs) blades on your serger. I just posted a reel. I changed the blade on my serger. I haven't done it in three years.
1: The blade that cuts the fabric. Is there another one? Well, I just wanted, because you were talking about the needles, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You still, you also need to change the needles in your serger. Yeah, and and I have. And for the record, serger needles are different than sewing machine needles. Yeah, I just found that out. (laughs) (laughs) They're a difference. You have to remember that a serger is going, doing so many, it's like, on average, 1,300 stitches a minute. It's it's a high yes. powered machine. Even if you don't sew that fast, it's still capable of stitching that fast and that frequently mm-hmm. into the fabric. Um, so just know that those needles are built different for sergers for a reason. So yeah. serger needles hot. or mm-hmm. overlock needles in sergers and overlocks, fresh b- cutting blades on your sergers, cleaning mm-hmm. them out after every project, especially sergers, because it's cutting and all of that Mm -hmm. fuzz and lint and dust is building up more than you even realize Mm -hmm. um and oiling your machine especially sergers extremely important the Mm -hmm. the sewing machines take those covers off Mm -hmm. take the bobbin casing out
0: Mm -hmm. even on the one side of my machine there's just one screw and you can just take that plastic piece like Mm -hmm. off and then uh because that's where stuff gets like really down in there and it doesn't like it's not hard to take it off and just put it back on yeah. It looks like, oh, my God, I'm deconstructing my whole machine because I'm exposing it's, it's, all these elements and stuff. But it's really just one screw. And then all of a sudden you have all this fluff that's been like shoved in the back.
1: You don't it's you don't even satisfying. realize how much and how quickly it gathers. So just make a conscious effort. And the I more listen. frequently you do it, the easier it is to clean it. It's not such a chore every time. And mm-hmm. then the last call out, and I know I've said this before, but we have a lot of new listeners, is do not ever use a can of compressed air. On your sewing machines ever for any reason you can use it on your desk no you shouldn't honestly you really shouldn't have that stuff at all because it's really not good for you to breathe in um well
0: yeah i've seen
1: it's really bad but People think that it's okay to use that stuff on your machines. And, and I, I recently did a, uh, a reel and I kind of listed some fun facts about me. And the last one was like, my biggest pet peeve is people who use canned air on their, to clean their sewing machines. And you wouldn't believe how many people commented or sent me a DM and go, why is it bad? And yeah. I was like, well, clearly I haven't gotten on my soapbox in a while. So let's do it today. Because people don't realize like when you blow that into your machine, yeah, some of it's going to come flying out. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's a shot of air uh, forcibly, but a lot that you don't even realize is getting pushed back in there further mm-hmm. to where now you can't access it. You can't get to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's getting into your motor, it's yeah. getting into areas that you can't clean on your own. It's going to cause more problems down the road. It's going to shorten the longevity and the lifespan of that machine. You're going to have to go get it serviced more frequently by a professional who can get back there, it's going to cost you more. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, it's just, don't do it. Yeah. Use, instead, so instead of just saying, don't do it, I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to use a brush. It could be a soft paint brush that's clean. It could be a little bristle brush. It could be a little spoolie brush. Um, get in there. And then I also highly recommend using a little mini vacuum Something mm-hmm. that's, I, I say mini vacuum because you don't want something that sucks too hard, right? You just want something that as you kind of loosen that stuff with the brush, you have your vacuum there and it kind of goes right into the vacuum mm-hmm. and keep it clean.
0: I got that's, one of those little mini ones now as like a yeah. crevice. So it's like, yeah. You know, very... It's nice, though, because I have a bigger one that's small, and it sucks, but I can't get, like, into this one spot in my serger, and mm-hmm. now I have this one with, like, the crevice tool,
1: mm-hmm. and you can
0: get right into a little slot where all mm-hmm. this, like, you know, lint stuff. It gathers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just do a little... I mean, especially if you're just doing a serger with anything fuzzy,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm.
1: need like the to Sherpa clean. I
0: just sewed with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... We are, we are prioritizing our machines by taking care of them this year. That's what's in. And we're no longer making excuses for what's wrong with our machine. Yeah. We're not blaming our machine anymore. Mm-hmm. We're turning inwards and we're taking responsibility. And we're doing better moving forward. But if you need good cleaning tools, we'll link them because I have a favorite... Vacuum that I love that I've shared several times over on social media, um, cleaning tools, things like that. Um, we'll link all of that because we we want you to be set up to take care of your machine. It's got a motor just like your car. You get an oil change in your car, you, and you take care of your motor so it lasts for many miles. We want to do the same kind of concept for our sewing machine. So,
0: <laughs> no
1: more excuses, people. No more excuses. All right, Ashley, what's another out for you? Out and in.
0: I don't want to start this conversation over again, but it is neglecting sewing machine maintenance (laughs) and needle changes.
1: Okay, so let's talk about needles for a second. Um, you're supposed to change your needles every six to eight hours of sewing time. Sometimes it's hard to tell or know how long you've been using that needle or how long it's been since you've changed it. So if when you take it out, lay it on a table or a white piece of paper, if your table's not white, and then take a brand new needle. The same type mm-hmm. of needle and lay it next to it, and if there's a visible difference in the tip of that needle, it's time to change it.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like obviously shorter.
1: When it when in doubt, change it out. Yeah.
0: Some people <laughs> usually they'll like be like maybe like two or three projects. Yeah. Just, like kind of how long does it typically take you to sew something? Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, actual sewing what... time. You know, isn't is. In, is isn't that long the actual stitching time but it's also
0: projects and that's about probably like six hours of sewing i'd say
1: but it's also i feel like what i'm sewing too so like when i do those jelly roll rugs Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. um, thicker material
1: it's thicker it's a lot of stitches and um it's it's hard on the machine it's hard on the needle so i put in a brand new denim Mm -hmm. needle or heavy duty needle every time i sew one of those and then when i'm done with that project throw it out
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. done with
1: that needle so if you're having issues with your thread breaking um your stitches skipping or anything like that and you've re-threaded the top and the bobbin change your needle yeah those are the three things i always recommend take out your bobbin clean out your bobbin casing re-thread the top completely put the bobbin back in change your needle that usually fixes the problem. If you're having any issues with stitching, what would, what would be an in for you then?
0: This is going to be again, a little controversial.
1: (laughs) We're doing this
0: Marie Kondo style. Yeah. But this is social media edition. Yes. Where it is unfollowing accounts that don't bring us joy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You and I have been doing this a lot lately. Um,
0: A little bit, but yeah, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, some.
1: Well, what we're talking about is following people on social media who we have found give us like a negative, like adverse reaction every time we see their content or most of the time that we see their content, it just maybe rubs us the wrong way. And the reality is, We're, you know, we, we don't have to, how do I say this? We're not, everybody's not going to like everybody. Right. And just because they're a sewist or just because they're a big account or just because they're a big brand doesn't mean that we have to follow them and like their content.
0: Well, sometimes though, you follow people and you really like them and then they change. No, and then their change. their content starts to change,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this and then is where I got in trouble with my own family because I added a girlfriend, and she changed, and I didn't like her content anymore, so I unfollowed her, and apparently that was no bueno, <laughs> and now I never talked to her ever again. But um, oh I, didn't, I didn't know that that was like unfollowing on Instagram was like unfriending in real life. I didn't know that was a thing, but it shouldn't I, be. It's it shouldn't family. Be. So you, but you can also not unfollow, but you can like restrict seeing their content too. So if it upsets mm-hmm. you, their stories are a little bit, yeah, you know, a little emotional or talking Triggering. about things that you know are happening in places. Then
1: I, I feel kind of like
0: I'm looking at those things.
1: Yeah, I feel like for me, the reason why this came up is a lot of people that I followed for sewing content, their content isn't sewing anymore.
0: Well yeah, exactly. They changed. So, so it's different. not
1: my fault that I don't enjoy their content anymore. It's not their fault that they chose to change their content. It's just we're not on the same page anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just I it's not stuff I I really don't want to just follow everybody. I want to just see things that Make like I happy. go if I'm gonna scroll on social media, it's gonna be the stuff that I want like that makes me happy. I I don't I go to it as an mm-hmm. outlet to decompress. Mm-hmm. I don't go to it to like get pissed off or annoy. Okay.
0: Right, and if I were to look through the for you page, um I'm just looking for that content that makes me happy and yeah. you know, it's like if I'm going to watch a movie at night, I'm not going to go watch a scary movie because it doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> I go watch comedy movies or rom-coms, yeah. you know what I mean? Like So it's the same thing with social media. If it if no. you find yourself watching stories and you're getting upset <laughs> or triggered by or them, annoyed, it's time to and, and there's also like a certain aspect of just like, you just want to kind of know what's going on in their life. And it's like that school girl, like gossipy yeah. feeling. And that's not good either. And I've followed people for years, like from high school, you know, the just for, the tea. Yeah. Just for the only reason and I'm just like, I unfollowed a bunch of people yeah. because I'm just like, this is not good. Yeah. Like I only follow her because I just want to see what she's doing.
1: <laughs> it was taking a toll on us as well. Like I it was putting negative thoughts in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and clouding my day with negative thoughts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I it's so moody right now? And it's mm-hmm. like But the second that I kind of release and like stop stop viewing their stories or stop viewing their content, and and it's not just one or two people we're talking about. I have and it's not just soas it's like brands it's it's a lot of things I'm just like you know what I don't even think about it anymore no you I feel, don't, I, it doesn't I, don't pop up. It. No. I don't miss it
0: that's how you know you didn't really need it as if like as soon as you unfollow them you completely forget about them entirely yeah
1: totally totally <laughs> totally so I I think that's a great great in is that it's okay to mm-hmm. unfollow accounts that just aren't on this aren't aren't what you want to focus on mhm You know, I, uh, when I first started Craft of Bethany, I was doing a lot more woodworking and I had a huge like following of people and was following a lot of woodworkers and epoxy crafters and stuff like that. And now that my niche has kind of changed to sewing, it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate those things. And there's still quite a few woodworkers and epoxy people that I've those that I made closer friendships with that I obviously still follow and support them. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of companies and a lot of big accounts that don't even know who I am. I just went through and unfollowed. Mm -hmm. Because it just wasn't content that I didn't want to see anymore. Mm -hmm. You have permission to unfollow people. Mm -hmm. Just not us. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) No. If anything, follow us more. (laughs) Never. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. My last out is, and this is, this is coming from a a good place. I promise. But this is another PSA. Mm Mm-mm. To people out there. Um, And this is coming from a content creator. I'm going to say that that's what I am coming from this point of view. Um, People who comment questions without reading the caption. The answer to their question is already in the caption. If you would just read the caption to the video or to the post before you comment, uh-huh. You would have your answer now. I appreciate the comments and the, you know, helps my algorithm, whatever. But nothing irritates me more than posting something and putting in the caption what the pattern is, mm-hmm. what the fabric is, linking mm-hmm. where I got them from. Yeah, putting all the information in the caption, and then people saying, "What pattern is this? Where'd you get the fabric?" Oh, I know. And I'm just like.
0: I've spent my life on YouTube too. Like Murder. people just they don't, I'll say it though, but you'll say it in the video. Hey guys, yes. today I'm making this and I'm using yes.
1: this fabric and I got yes. this fabric at this store and they still say And it's linked in the description. And they're still like, where can I get this stuff? And I'm like, oh just yeah. I would it. say YouTube it's the worst because people don't go to the description of the video. No. You know, even when you say everything I'm using in this tutorial is linked in the description below. Now, as a, as a content creator, the first thing I do is go to the description, yeah, or to the that's, caption. That's because we because I expect it to be there. If I have to comment and ask for it,
0: they're never going to answer you.
1: I I will typically okay. My approach to social media is if it's not, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look in the description and caption first. Okay, mm-hmm. if it's not there, I'm gonna look to see if they tagged. The, the pattern company, okay? Because they said the name of it, but I can, they tag the pattern company. I can go to their channel. I can now go to their website and I can now search for that name. I'm going to make the effort because I want that pattern.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Okay? If they said in the video or in the description or caption that um, they have an affiliate link in their bio, I'm going to go to their bio and I'm going to find it. Um, if, if I've exhausted all those efforts and I can't find it, I'm more than likely not even going to ask for it at that point, unless it's something I really feel like I want to make. Um, and But, you know, at that point, I'm like, okay, I've made all this effort and I still can't find it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm exactly. moving on. But, but th- people again... people don't want to
0: make the effort and they just want to be told.
1: It's like a fishbowl moment. I'm just... And it's going to always happen. It, it is what it is. But I'm saying this to say that a good content creator... Will give you the information in the caption.
0: Yeah, they will. Okay. 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 Are you listening? K. Are your ears on? Are you there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I'm not trying to be mean, but it is super frustrating. It's
0: true. Yeah. But some people don't have experience with real content creators.
1: Yeah. Or or. Sorry, I'm not done yet. <laughs> My favorite, though, and I laugh every time. My favorite is when people are going through my stories and they're like, I'm sharing about something and they're, they'll call, reply to a story. Mm. I've had this happen recently. They'll reply to a story like, oh, my God, I love this fabric for this coat. Where did you get the fabric? And then like two stories later, I link the fabric. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, I'm, and then they respond again before I get to respond yeah, to them. And they're yeah. like, never mind. I should have yeah. just waited and watched a clear story.
0: I know. She, I've, had, I've had, that.
1: had people I've had people say, I should have known that you were gonna link it because you're so good at like giving that information out that we don't have to like I appreciate you reaching out, I appreciate you being excited, I appreciate you wanting mm-hmm. to know. I'm glad to know that I'm inspiring you and you're you want to know how you can make it for yourself. But That's but fun. it does it does crack me up sometimes because I'm just like, give it a second, go through the next two stories, you'll have everything you need, I promise. Mm -hmm. I can only share so much in 30 seconds. Okay. (laughs) All right. So one of my, one of my other ends for this year is sewing through my fabric stash, my works in progress, maybe not my unfinished projects, but I'm not going to be going out and purchasing large quantities of fabric anymore. If I am going out to buy fabric, it's for a specific pattern Mm -hmm. or specific project. Other than that, I'm really going to try to look inwards to my fabric stash first. I, I used to just go buy fabric because it was 40% off that week or because it was on sale over here or had a coupon or it was pretty, um, you know, and yeah. I'm really trying, trying to do better. Well, if you were on
0: my TikTok tock yesterday, um, I just put up a video of my purchase fail.
1: Uh Oh, I
0: bought a bunch of fabric and, I think like none of it's usable. Oh, no. I'm trying to read the descriptions. I'm trying to, but I think the the store just doesn't know how to do descriptions. So when I got Mm. it home, it was like, no.
1: Is this an online
0: purchase? It's a place in Toronto.
1: Can you return online orders? No. Some places you can because they can resell it. Could, but. As a cut fabric. That's all right. I'll just take the loss. okay yeah. we're gonna leave that in 2023 we're gonna like th- they can't do better if they don't know right like if their <laughs> description doesn't match mm-hmm. what you received that's I don't not think your their fault. description
0: i think their description is just <laughs> generic like oh it's great for shirts and skirts and pants and that's it mm. but
1: yeah I think I would have a conversation with them, even if you choose not to return it and just be like, this is not what it described it as. You might want to revisit these descriptions so that your customers are getting what they think they're getting.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. they can't do better if they don't know better.
0: Like why would and I want a big? knit with no stretch? No stretch? How do you even make a knit with no stretch?
1: That's not a knit. That's not a I can understand if it only stretched one way, but not even one way. Like it's not a two way stretch? It's a woven. You got a woven.
0: It looks like a t shirt. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then I, I got this other fabric that kind of look like a like a thermal. Mm-hmm. But it's like it feels like a microfiber towel so like it Ooh. would basically just i could clean my house with it i, I would clean it would pick up <laughs> all the hair all the threads all the everything like why would it what i don't know what this could pop this has to be a utility fabric or something because i'm like what is this for it Make feels like velcro. Just
1: scoot around.
0: like <laughs> i don't know it has good amazing stretch of course
1: that but, had stretch.
0: But it feels like it catches on your dead skin and stuff. Like, why would I Ugh. want this on my body? Oh, no. I don't know. I, need I don't to, like I need microfiber. To
1: do it finds every little, like, everything.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And then there was another fabric that's, like, athletic. And what is your where does your mind go when you see athletic fabric? Mm. I don't know. I guess mine goes stretch. but Yeah. No. I think it was, like, athletic as in, like, a jersey... Like yeah. basketball jersey material,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like oh okay, so I could make a pair of shorts that it is a uh, green like Kelly green. So yeah, I don't know. we'll see.
1: Oh bummer! I know. Do, do you have any more ins and outs for this year that you want to share? No, I, think I we I, out. And out. You're you're out of outs. Yeah, I I think this was a good thing to do. I think this was fun. I. I think we're trying to make conscious efforts. And I think the overall thing for me is what I see is like 2024 is the year of really challenging ourselves and growing our sewing skills, not being so scared of trying new things like mm-hmm. welt pockets and coats like I re- did recently. And now I have this like, that wasn't so bad. Why did I wait so long?
0: I know. It was like me when I first tried snippers for the first time. And now I'm like, Ugh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but it's really... Not that hard.
1: It's not. You just got to, it, 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 it takes
0: time and patience. Practice.
1: Practice.
0: Yeah. practice. Sometimes we don't want to have, we don't want to actually like, but you know, that's when you have that opportunity where it's like, I'm just going to do this and try to relax, you know, keep it a very peaceful, serene, you know, set the mood, put a candle <clears throat> on, put some nice music on. Like, okay, now I'm going to tackle this hard sewing mm-hmm. technique. In this peaceful space, so we're not getting yeah. frustrated, right? That's I think really... also
1: people watch videos of other people doing it, and they make it look easy. And when it's not easy for them the very first time, they get frustrated and quit. Yeah, no, it's not easy the first time. Yeah, but I the see. more we do it, the easier it becomes. Mm-hmm. And we all and started
0: scrap fabric too. Like you're doing those yeah. welt pockets, make test welts. Like don't yeah. just do it on your first.
1: Like I did. Yeah, like you did. With quilted quilted fabric, yeah. I'm kind of like go big or go home. But yes, uh, I second that. Practice scrap fabrics. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, guys. I hope this makes you kind of. We've been talking about goals at the beginning of this year. We've been talking about you know learning new things, challenging ourselves. I, this is this is kind of the mindset for the year. We're mm-hmm. going to carry this out through the year. Um, if you have any ins and outs, leave them in the comments of our YouTube video, we would love to see your, in, hear about your ins and outs. And maybe if we hopefully didn't trigger any for you, yeah. sorry. Um, but it, again, we just want you to really focus on growing your sewing skills this year. That's okay. kind of the theme because we're going to be doing that and we would love to grow with you. So, all right guys, mm-hmm. thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter over on our website and we will see you next week. Happy selling. Bye. Bye.